Hello, my lovelies, and I hope you're having a good day and a good week. And we're scarily close to Thanksgiving, so I hope that you're having the calmest Thanksgiving possible in in our in our world in our situation. So today's topic is one that I posted about, and I I saw a video, and it really struck me when this person said something to the effect of the narcissist brainwashes you by giving you beliefs and ideas that they will later use against you. And that is just, at least for me, it's proof that a narcissist is not only doing day-to-day harm has planned out to harm you from day one, right? Whether you were born into the situation or whether you're in a relationship, right? From day one, they are scheming and saying and doing things that will later on, they can use 10, 15, 20 years later. Sorry if you heard uh, an interruption. There was a wasp in my lanai, my back porch, and I had to kill it. Okay, so they've installed these ideas into your head, and then they use it against you many, many years later. And this is what I mean by that. One of them is, for example, your morality when it comes to sex. Um, I know, especially if you're a woman listening to this, but even men, I'm sure, have gone through this. Your mother probably gave you the idea that sex was dirty. Probably started telling you at an early age that sex was not enjoyable for women. Um that it was bad, that it was dirty, it was a sin, especially if the religion issue was in in there too. Um that you had to be a virgin to get, you know, when you were when you got married. And of course, in the process, she was also telling you that she was a virgin when she got married. And as you got older, you probably started to think that that probably wasn't true that none of that really made sense in the world right in the world that we live in currently that just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense that that would be the case all right so they start telling you this and then god forbid you have a boyfriend and you have sex with your boyfriend and she realizes it or you tell her because that's another thing they do is they make us tell them everything. We have to tell the truth 100% of the time while they're lying to us like 99.9% of the time. Um, so we tell them and then they freak out. Okay, that, that happened to me. And it's, it's a, a thing that I, I, it's a sore spot because it was used against me not only by my mother but also by my first husband. And it's something that, you know, 
I'm not willing to forgive my mother. And I certainly will never, ever forgive my ex-husband for that. I don't want to forgive him for it. That's just how I feel. Right? So, it's used, so she used it against me. And boy, I felt guilty for many years. And when I turned 30, I started to think about it. And I realized that I hadn't done anything wrong and that my mother and my husband at the time, I was still married to him, I got separated right before I turned 31, were the ones that were using it against me. Okay, so that's one example. Another example is this. They teach you by their own example that you have to care what everyone else thinks about you to the point where I still do that sometimes and I do it and I don't do it like to an extreme but like I say oh don't do this be outside or don't say this outside because people will hear us still have that mentality of you have to keep up appearances and you have to keep up you know you're a facade a certain facade for the for the entire neighborhood um in order to to be okay i mean i i people you have to have people like you so you grow up thinking that people need to like you and you then spend your life wanting people to like you and forcing them to like you and being really obsessed with people liking you i don't know if you guys watch mom the tv show and Christy's not a character on there anymore, but when she was on there, she, they, they touched upon her need to make people like her, whether they liked her or not. And this, this is this, this is the same thing, right? Her mother is a narcissist. Of course, Bonnie is recovering and, and, and it's TV land. So she's, she's getting better. Narcissists don't. Um, so what happens is when, and I posted this on my Instagram page, which please, if you're listening to this and you're not following me, follow me simply for this. You can DM me and I have many people that I have chats with all the time. This is what I do. Okay. This is what I do. And I do it for you. So if you ever need to chat, something's happening, you want to chat with me, you can DM me. I've even talked to people on the phone. This is, I do it to help and that's it. I don't charge for anything. I just do it to help you. So follow me on Instagram. I'll put the link in the show notes. Okay. So they make you, you know, really, really, really care what other people think. And then if you dare ever become their whistle their whistleblower right you start to tell people this is what my life was really like when you realize what your life was like and who they really are and they do a smear campaign and why is it so hurtful right of course when they're smearing you to the family that's natural but when they smear you to friends, friends of theirs, and you get upset, why is it so hurtful? Because they put it in your head that 
you have to care about what other people think about you. Now, I learned when I got divorced, I learned to not care what people thought about me. It was easier to do because the people that were saying things about me was my ex's family. <laughs> Actually, wasn't his family. It was his in-laws, his sister-in-law's family, from what I've heard. Um, people I rarely, I met maybe twice. They were talking about me, right? Saying that I had cheated on him, making things up. And... I start, you know, I was like, well, they must have no life if they are spending their time talking about me, you know? So that is what, I mean, you have to kind of see it that way. Um, what else can they, I mean, I want you guys to join my Instagram page in part because I want you to tell me, hey, I realized that my mother put this in my head or my my husband wife whatever put this in my head and then used it to abuse me later right used it to hurt me later now i will say one thing 99% of the things that they tell us and they ingrain in us is projection right especially the sex sh shaming that they do um it was all projection. I see it now. Like my mother saying that sex is not enjoyable. It was not enjoyable for her. Too bad. You know, not my fault. <laughs> it, you know, totally not my fault. And I'm sure you guys have heard similar things. Right? So there's many, many things that they can use. And, and brainwash us from an early age. To think a certain way. And then they use it against you. Right? So. And and I know some of the things. Are not negative things. Some some things may not seem like a negative thing. Like I, I understand that my moral. Values. Are very high. And hers are very low. And that's something that happened because of her projection. Hers were very low, so she made my the, the standard of morality so high for me that now I'm, I just did things better than she did. Right? I think I, But on the same note, here's another thing. Did your mom or your parent or your spouse? They're super judgmental. Were they super judgmental of people the minute that they met somebody? Instead of saying, hey, you know, this is a nice person or whatever. Trying to look for a good quality. They immediately look for the negative qualities. Whether they're real or not. I mean, if you meet someone for the first time or a friend of yours. I remember saying to her why is it that you always look for the negative and I was young I was a teenager this was in high school why do you always have to look for the negative in my friends in, in everyone it's like your first reaction is you know what is their negative trait and let's let's harp on that one instead of let's look for the positive traits in this person and 
see, you know, see, see if we can get along, you know, whatever. But my friends, it was always negative traits and the bad things. And, and she would come up with things and even nicknames that were not nice for my friends. I started to see that as I became an adult, I started to judge people the same way she judged people. And I hated that. And when, when all of this, you know, when I started to study narcissism because of her, I started to see a lot of things in myself that I just didn't like. And those are called fleas. And we all have fleas. Okay, just like our cats and our dogs, right? <laughs> we always have to buy the, you know, the little spot treatments for them. Well, you have to spot treat yourself. You have to look at yourself. Do I have any fleas? Am I behaving? It doesn't mean you're a narcissist. And actually, a narcissist would never admit, hey, I'm a flawed human being. I got to look inward to see what I've, I still believe that she told me. You know, I still have it as a core belief. And then treat it. You know, use the spot treatment. Let it go. Stop being that way. Right? I noticed that. I was being extremely judgmental. Okay? And in that judgment, there was a lot. It had to do with race a lot of times. It had to do with her perceived level of class or education. And I had to get rid of that because I wasn't happy with that. Also, sexual orientation, right? Always speaking badly of gay people. And, and I am 100% pro-LGBTQ+. I hope I said that correctly. Um, so, I... I, I couldn't believe how judgmental she was. And, and when I saw myself being judgmental, being nervous around a lesbian couple, and this is true, um, or judging a, a person, you know, a, a mixed, mixed racial couple, I started to to notice, hey, this has stuck on to me and I don't want it because this isn't truly who I am. I don't have judgment. I don't judge anybody for anything. One time, I remember my mother judging someone for staying with their spouse, even though the spouse mistreated her. Now, I never saw any of the mistreatment. She was a neighbor of my mother's. I, I didn't know her very well. But I remember saying to her, it's none of your business. And look at what I do now. This is what I do, right? I want to free everyone emotionally and physically from narcissists. And most likely, he was a narcissist, thinking back. But I also know I cannot judge or force anyone to do anything. And I can't judge a situation. I don't know what her situation was and why she stayed as long as she did. It was probably the financial dependence um, issue that where I, the podcast that I just made. But it doesn't mean that I have the right to judge her and I don't judge anyone for anything that they do. The, the, the reason for what people do things is their own business and they have reasons. And the reason is none of my business. And I'm not going to try and figure it out. Because 
dumb. It's not my business anymore, you know? So I remember telling her, I remember correcting my mother, trying to change my mother's way of thinking. And it is an impossible feat, of course, but I remember trying. Sometimes my podcasts start off one way and end another, and that's kind of what's happening here. But I think it's tied in to the fact that the ideas were given to you from an early age, and you have to kind of look inward and say, no, I'm not going to continue, and also, I'm not going to let her use those things against me. Now, the only way to really see that is, again, what I say every single time, is distance from the abuse. Distance, Distance from the abuser abusers it's distance that's the only thing that works because when you're far away from it that's when you can see it clearly just think of the last time you had a fight with your boyfriend your girlfriend your wife your husband your whatever and the fight stopped and you took a step back and a day later everything was okay Now, granted, I'm talking about a normal fight, not a narcissistic, abusive type deal, but a normal argument. You step back and you go, God, that really was silly to fight about that. That is, that's not a reason to have an argument. That's what happens when you step back. That is why the only recommended course of treatment for narcissistic abuse is distance. And if you cannot get physical distance, you have to learn emotional distance, which is really difficult and and not my preferred way of doing it because I did the complete and utter shut down, get the hell out of my life and everyone you know that talks to you is out of my life too. That's what I did because it gives you clarity. You can see things in hindsight completely clearly. But the only way to do that is with with distance and out of the abuse. I know that I've dealt with some people who've come to me, right, in, in the chat, in the DMs. And, you know, how, how do I stop my mom from doing this? And that's not an answer. I can't give you an answer for that. I cannot. You cannot stop your mother. <laughs> That's impossible. You cannot change her behavior. The only behavior you have control over is your own. Right? So you have to change your own. And you have to change your way of thinking when you are when you can see things clearly and go, you know, maybe sex is not a sin. Maybe that's just an old way of thinking. And maybe mommy did a few things she wasn't supposed to. And that's why she thinks sex is a sin. Or she 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 projected that onto me and abused me with her own nasty inner hatred of herself. Um, I know for a fact my mom did things that she never thought I'd find out about. But I did. And then the other things, I just kind of came to the conclusion of how they were done. But it doesn't matter. Um, and, and, and whatever, the, judge, the judgments on people. Right? So, I want you to come up with specific things. 
I'm going to give you a little bit of homework because I think this is useful. That you think your mom or your whomever your narcissist is kind of brainwashed you to think this way, to think this way, to think this way, then used that same exact thinking to abuse you later and how you've handled it and how you've... How, and if you think differently now. Like, I am the person... I'm back to meeting people and trying to find the good qualities in them. And I do not have judgments when it comes to sex or sexual preference. Right? What you do behind closed doors is your business and not mine. You know, live and let live. That is, I'm sure a narcissist has never said those words. And if they had, it's been to manipulate. Okay, so I leave you with that. And what I want you to do is, if you're one of my followers, please go ahead and just send me a DM or put it in a comment. When I post this, I will post the question on my Instagram. And you can put it in the comments if you want others to see. I'd like to get a conversation going about this because this is an interesting topic and like mind-blowing to think, you know, they brainwashed me my entire life and now, and they used it against me many years later. Crazy. It's crazy. That's how, that's how they work. That's how evil they are. All right. So I'm sending you my love and my peace and I hope you have a good holiday season I will say that in every podcast because the holidays are so difficult for us and until next time